We're continuing our discussion on the bris mila. Now, when it comes to the bris mila, two aspects are obviously going to be involved. Well, three really: the context, the philosophy, as well as the action itself. Last time we developed the personal context of Avram, where he came into the story, his age, his relationship with God, and how that has an impactful message to the entire meaning of the bris mila. Now we're going to go through the actual underpinning ideas. But it's important to hold in mind that, like everything in Judaism, there is a spirit and there is a body. You can't extract one and keep the other and remain authentically Jewish. What I mean by that is, you can't have the ideas that a bris mila gives over, noble as they may be, without the action. Judaism is a constant bouncing from action to idea. In any context, when it comes to a Jewish idea, you have the philosophical idea and you have the action itself. With the bris mila, you clearly have the action, but you also have the ideas. But often you'll have an idea that seems to be purely cerebral, like love of God or fear of God, trusting God. But those aren't ideas that are meant to remain in the mind. They also have to manifest themselves in life. So what we're going to do now is develop the ideas that underpin the bris mila, and then talk about how they are inextricably linked to the action itself. Now let's begin. How does Hashem appear to Avram? Well, he appears to Avram as Kel Shakai. Now, the name is going to be very key because there are many names that God appears to our forefathers, to the Jewish people in general. But each name carries with it an idea. Kel Shakai has its root from the point of view of our sages, the word "die," which means enough. Rav Hirsch looks at this as God manifesting Himself as the one approaching Avram as the one who said. Die enough. Now we know Hashem is the Creator. We know what the Jewish people call God. One of the ideas that is embedded in that is the idea that Hashem is the Creator. But it's also as important that not only the one who began the movement, began the creative process, but also the one who stopped it, who called an end to that creative process. That is as important. Shabbos doesn't represent only the positive expression of creation, but also the negative, calling a stop, making a boundary, saying "till here and no further." That is the character trait, or the attribute, or the idea that we are having at our forefront of our mind when we talk about Kel Shakai. And this is how Hashem appears to Avram and tells Avram to go before me and be Tomim, go before me and be perfect. Now, the term perfection is tricky because perfect can mean many things. It can mean perfection in the sense that God is perfect. It can mean perfect as in be the perfect football player. But Rav Hirsch says that the way we're supposed to up is in the negative. Let me explain. You can be perfect as in accomplishing everything, or there can be a specific structure, and within that structure, you are supposed to perfect. You are supposed to perfect the structure and the. Area that you've been given, giving a metaphor. For example, if I'm asked to be clean a room, to be perfect in that respect is to clean the room perfectly. Now, this doesn't mean I should go to the next door room and start cleaning their room. It means I should clean my room. Now, if I'm supposed to clean my room and be perfect in that respect, Rav Hirsch sees this being a beautiful parallel to what the Torah is to the Jewish people. Because it has a positive expression as well as a limit. To put it over another way, 
Hashem appears to Avram as the one that said enough, and is calling to Avram to be perfect. Rav Hirsch says this is the calling of the Torah. We are given a structure, we are given a boundary, we are given a limit, and within that limit we are supposed to express ourselves. We are supposed to live to our full potential, to be perfect, but not pass over the limit. This idea of limit, given over by the introduction of Hashem as Kel Shakai, the one that said enough, and connecting that to the concept of an expression of perfection, Rav Hirsch sees the expression of the Torah embedded in this commandment. The Torah is asking us to live out our mission to its perfection, to go before Hashem and be perfect, live out that mission, live out that purpose to its perfection, that positive expression of growth within the structure, but not to go over the structure, not to go over the prescribed limits. So when I say it's the parallel to the Torah, it's parallel to the moral life in general, because that's what it is. The Torah is a, lim a structure for us. That structure gives us area to express and grow, but it also gives moral limits to where we shouldn't go over. Now, on one side, this feels stifling, but that's the nature of any mission or any purpose or any goal. You are given a structure and you are asked to express yourself fully within the structure, but not go over. When I tell, when I bring up my children in a very secular context to act in a certain way because that's the right thing to do, what am I telling them? I'm telling them to act like this to your full potential, but not go over. Don't pass over the limits that I'm giving you. That works with moral instruction. That involves itself in a mission when it comes to a team in football or an army. It's always the same structure. Express yourself completely, but within the limits. Now, if we bring Hashem into the context, Hashem is calling to Avram and calling him on this mission, this purpose for him and his people and his generations that will follow. He is told that he is supposed to live with himself within a structure, but not go over that structure. That is his relationship with Hashem. It has that positive expression, as we would call the Asei Toiv, with a Sur Meira, the turn away from evil. The turning away from evil, or the negative, is being expressed by the limit. What do we call a sin in Hebrew? We call it either a chait, which means to miss, or an avera, which means to pass over. And both those ways of describing a lacking or a failure make sense in this context. When I chait, when I miss, I didn't take into account the mission. My trajectory is off and I'm missing the mark. When I go over an avera, it means I've just stepped over the prescribed limit. It's a big deal. But when you describe it like this, it makes sense. You put Judaism into a context that's relatable. So to recap, we spoke about how Hashem introduces himself to Avram as Kel Shakai, the one that said die, the one that prescribes limits. And he calls on Avram to imitate him. This is the imitatio dei. This is the v'halach the bidrochov. In this respect, we mirror Hashem. We become similar to God by the one that expresses ourselves. Go before me and be perfect. Be tomim. Tamimus in this respect refers to expressing oneself within the structure, but not going over the structure. That is the calling to Avram.
And this is lived out in the bris milah. What we'll do next week is we'll talk about the bris milah in terms of the actual commandment. What is milah? And how does that mirror or map itself perfectly on to the philosophical ideas that underpin it? So we have the bris milah to, I suppose, briefly. We spoke about Avram being at an old age when he received this commandment in last week's discussion, and that being important to show that this relationship with God doesn't make you into a good person. That is a prerequisite for a relationship with Hashem. The next stage above being a mere mensch is to be a nation of God with its added responsibility. And how is that responsibility lived out? To go before me and be Tomim. That expression of our relationship with God and it's one of those things, the more universal a concept is, because if you think about it, this is the structure of any noble purpose. Being living the moral life fits into this structure. And what is the Torah for the Jewish people? The Torah for the Jewish people is instruction about how to live out one's ultimate purpose. So let's leave that for now. We will develop it further next week. And thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful week.